0: Well, my name is Nick Korf. I'm the Managing Director and owner of Go Brazil Wines and Spirits. We're based here near Ipswich in Suffolk and absolutely delighted to be back here at the NEC for the BBC Good Food Show.
1: Nicholas, um, good to see you here again. Um, lots of people coming into the show now, many looking for things to buy, to eat at Christmas and, of course, to drink at Christmas. Many, though, will probably wander the supermarket shelves and pick up the same old thing, your plan here is to introduce them to brazilian wines isn't it why brazilian wines what's so special about them
0: well a very good question i think we we are different you're absolutely right and and certainly you won't find brazilian wine in the supermarkets Uh, we're a niche independent importer the only company in fact in the uk that specializes in brazilian wine i think what i would highlight for people who visit the show is both our sparkling wine some of it is champagne method, so it's a lovely alternative to, to real champagne. Um, dare I say it's actually better priced mainly as well. Uh, very high quality. And, and then I would um, perhaps mention the reds as well. And again, we have some of the typical grape varieties uh, like Merlot, like Malbec, Cab Sauve as well. But we have a couple of other you really fine wines which are, yeah. uh, I can mention which are a little bit uh, more unusual.
1: Okay. Even a modest wine drinker if you ask them to name countries that produce wine would think of a lot of European wines of, of Australian, South African but not Brazil. I think is that because they've been keeping it a
0: secret? <laughs> well <laughs> but partly yes I suppose it is of course a huge country they've got a very large domestic market of well over 200 million people so a lot of the production which is small remains in Brazil and particularly during the Pandemic, they uh, they've had problems importing both from other South American countries and indeed from from Europe. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the amount actually leaving Brazil in recent years and the last couple of years has been. Fairly small. Um, but uh, certainly, the, the more um, specialist players, the exporters there, uh, are very much on the scene, and, and these are the guys we work with. Yeah.
1: You must have been in Brazil travelling maybe to, to come across these, and it was at the bottom <laughs> of a bottle, I
0: suspect, <laughs> when you thought, what a great thing to take back to the UK. Is that the case? Uh, absolutely. I mean, my, my wife and children are Brazilian so I'm fortunate enough in normal times to go there. Well, usually at least once a year, which is, which is a great privilege. I, my, I do love it over there. Wonderful people. Um, um, and, and, you know, we're on, on almost family terms with the, uh, with the producers, mm. with, with the suppliers. Sure. And that, that really um, makes makes life, um, yeah, really good, really good.
1: How do the Brazilian wines stand up against some of the more European and some of the new world wines in terms of the reds where people want sort of a mix of fruit and that, that bit on the back of your teeth, the tannin, don't they? Or maybe how, yeah. how dry a Sauvignon Blanc is, for example. How
0: well do they stand up? Mm. It's, it's an interesting one. The way I describe Brazilian wine in general is they have a foot in the new world and a foot in the old world. And that's partly to do with the... But largely, funny enough, it's Italian, rather than Portuguese, the Italian heritage of many of the winemakers, and we can go back to the, what, mid ni- mid late 19th century, around 1870, when a, a wave of Italian immigrants from the north of Italy arrived in what is now the south of Brazil, and so to this day we have sixth generation families and, and they still, if you like hark back to, to the homeland if I can put it like that, mm. and, and so the wines do, in some cases, have a distinctive European um, style about them. Right. Do they have
1: any particular grapes in Brazil, where, names of which people wouldn't recognize over here?
0: Short answer no, they don't. <laughs> uh, perhaps that, that is a surprise. Um, no indigenous grapes at all. However, yes, we do uh, uh, present quite a few grapes which are a little bit different. I mean, on the stand today, uh, Steve, you can see we have a white grape uh, which is Torontes, which is perhaps best known as being native of of neighboring Argentina, for example. Uh, On the reds, if we move along here, we can see a grape called a Terro Dego, which I was just mentioning about the Italian heritage. Well, this is an Italian grape, which comes uh, from the northeast of Italy, for for example. And then there's another one, um, which we could point around the corner there, which is, again, a, a... Heavy, quite tannic, quite dense, dark grape, which is called tanat, and that's that's French. That comes from the southwest of France originally.
1: A real mix. And what about the, the Portuguese influence? Because obviously Portuguese is the language of Brazil, isn't it? Is there a lot of Portuguese mm. influence?
0: Perhaps again, surprisingly, no. Um, not not in certainly in terms of the winemaking. Um, uh, I think the Italian influence and, and what I would call middle European, sort of Germanic influences are the uh, the, key, the key influences, less Portuguese, although we do see one or two Portuguese grape varieties. Um, some, some of your listeners will know the Albariño, well, with, with the Spanish it's Albariño, um, uh, Torriga Nacional, which is a, a red grape used in port wines, for example. So we, we have variously Portuguese grapes grown in Brazil, but in terms of the wine making itself, uh, I would say the influence is
1: far less. Yeah. A lot of people here at the show will be thinking of buying wines to drink at Christmas. Some, though, will, of course, be wandering around looking for wines that they can lay down or give as gifts that can be enjoyed uh, in the future, because uh, hopefully those wines will improve. Is that the case with these wines as well?
0: We've got a handful, I think we're showing 17, 18 wines today, Steve. Um, There's probably two or three which come into that category. Um, Again, we're not standing right next to them at the moment, but um, yeah, we've got a a beautiful five grape blend, um, I'm just pointing over there, called Trasos, which means traces in Portuguese. Um, That's 2015 vintage. Um, and uh, i mean okay it's nearly seven years old already that will last another easily five years the tanat grape i've just mentioned again we have a 20 uh, i think it's 15 vintage again that will last another 10 years comfortably so yeah short answer yes there there's a handful there which would make very good presents for for laying
1: down yes and could be a short-term investment as well i guess
0: Um, There isn't a a, a ready market, uh, as far as I'm aware, for for investment yet for Brazilian wines. Um, We do have, having said that, we've got one wine over there which is beautifully boxed. It's a, a magnum of... Brazilian sparkling wine made by a chap who used to run Morton Chandon's Brazilian operations a a chap called Geise owned by Mario Geise that is a 2010 vintage only 300 bottles made so in that case yes absolutely that is a collector's piece fantastic so um, just finally uh, Nick what's on
1: the horizon what what are you looking at for for not just this year but for next year any secrets still to come out of Brazil
0: I'm always on the lookout for, for new wines, new grape varieties. Not just for the sake of that. They have to stand up to what is a very, very competitive UK market. So uh, they have to meet that specification. But I, I've mentioned Albarino. We've got a new Albarino coming in uh, in January. Uh, uh, we have an Arinto, which is a Portuguese grape. Um, and several other, which I can't mention at the moment, we are negotiating with several other wineries about bringing new wines to, to, to add to our range. But the key thing is differentiation. We have to be doing something that the other, other guys are not doing. Uh, great to catch up with you. Uh, and let's hope we see some more Brazilian wines
1: on the, uh, the dinner tables around the country this Christmas. Have a great show.
0: Thank you very much, Steve. Absolute pleasure.